All right, welcome back to the Oscar Prediction Podcast. Uh, last year, we had, I believe, six people doing the predictions for the Oscars for the 2020 Oscar ceremony. And this time around, uh, we're going to narrow it down to only four of us here making our predictions for the Oscars that are coming up in just a few days. And of course, uh, we have to have the Oscar Rewind co-host to really, you know, the, the real expert of the Oscars, Andrea Tennis here. How are you doing today? Doing well. Doing good. Are you ready to have a clean sweep here? Get all the nominations yeah. predicted? We'll see. Maybe. Maybe that's how we'll go. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. <laughs> and of course, we have the Sands Beard himself, our Pop Topic co-host, Tristan. How are you doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Excited yeah. to get... Some predictions, right? Yeah, but Tristan's, most of them wrong. Tristan's here with the desert power, baby. Dune I am spirit. rooting for the movie Dune in almost every category. I wish Welling was following the Oscars because this would have been the perfect year. I could have introduced him as uh, Welcome to the Power of the Well Dog. But unfortunately, he's not here today. But, you know, instead we have a real oscar fan uh he was here last year he's going to be probably our oscar predictions uh reoccurring fave jack how are you doing hey what's up guys how you doing i'm doing well I, obviously we don't have sam here who won last year mostly because um he's clearly really good at it and i want to win so i didn't invite him <laughs> that makes well, sense no, At I'm least kidding. I'm the second place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm teasing. I did invite him. He's uh, he's busy on vacation. How dare he have a life? So, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the four of us are here. Yeah, Jack and Tristan were behind by one point. I, I think I did the worst out of all four of us. But that's okay, because this is the year that matters. Uh, nobody counts the year that movies didn't even come out. Nomadland? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a fake year. This is the real one for all the marbles. So we have all the Oscar categories. We're going to make our predictions, see who comes out on top. Of, of course, we'll even discuss the nominations that aren't even going to be broadcasting live. But uh, this podcast isn't broadcasting live, so I guess it's fitting. But yeah. uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this year as a whole uh, before we really get into all the nominations? I think every bad decision they could have made uh, they did. Oh. And uh, I think a lot of mistakes have been made here. The putting half the not categories live, not live, I mean, seems awful. I don't like that at all. The three hosts they made were questionable FS choices. And it's still only on a uh, cable streaming network, which I know they didn't choose to do it this year. They're stuck on a contract or whatever. But that still absolutely sucks. And I, I don't think it's going to do very good. Probably better than last year, but only marginally so. I do really like the new Twitter's fan favorite, though. I think that's hilarious. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very hilarious. It's obviously better than the best popular film category that they tried to do uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, by far. <laughs> but um, just to piggyback, uh, yeah, the whole ceremony is probably to be a shit show. But I think the nominations in general, a lot of few surprises, um, but some of them were uh, already predictable. Once we got into the race uh, back in November. Yeah. Although the nominations were predictable, I do like most of the nominations, I think. There are, there are very few that I... I like most of the nominations. I don't love them, but I like them. Yeah, and when we get deeper into the discussion, we can talk about the chaos of the best actress uh, race. 
Yeah, it's two years in a row we have a very chaotic best actress race. It's kind of funny how that's been the trend the last two years. Yeah, I don't know why that one always seems to be the most highly contended of the, the acting noms. Yeah, I don't know why. It's weird. Yeah, and I think great, as yeah. for the nominations, uh, for me, you know, obviously, I think only one of these movies is in my top 10 of the year. So personally, I'm not that emotionally invested in anything. But I think of all of the movies that are nominated, I think the ones that are going to win are the ones I want to win. Like, like you know, of, of the worst, the best will rise. Like, I feel like it might not be the best roster, in my opinion, but of all of these nomination groups now, it seems like they're kind of awarding the good movies. So that that's exciting. I think it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a bit of a gong show, but I'm, I'm here for a messy time. I don't really care about the uh, professional industry standard that they like to pretend they have uh i want amy schumer to make as many vagina jokes as possible that is my <laughs> definition of a good night so i'm i'm here for a good time <laughs> yeah i predict that's gonna happen and i can't wait what about you andrea uh what, what are your your thoughts of the the oscar group um yeah i feel like they were scraping the bottom of the barrel with who they have hosting <laughs> mean not very good people like they're fine but like no big names really so amy schumer is a household name andrea (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about my bad my bad so you know a host aside i think i'm the one most excited for them uh we have the nominations i don't really know what this order was it's the same order we did last year i i forget why this was the order i had it set up as but we're going to make it the tradition now. We will start with the first award, Best Cinematography. So the uh, five nominations, for those that aren't aware, is going to be Dune, Neymar Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. So does anyone want to go first? Does anybody have a bold prediction for this group of films? Um, so I'm just going to put it out there. Dune, that's it. <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's so easy. Yeah, I don't know how bold my prediction is, but I'm voting for Dune. I think Dune's probably going to win cinematography. Although, personally speaking, I think Tragedy Macbeth had the best cinematography. That's right, Tristan. That's I right. I love Dune. But Dune is still my prediction. I think they're going to give it to Dune. Most of that, I don't think Tragedy Macbeth is going to see any love at all from the Oscar. So you guys are both feeling Dune. <sighs> see, this is why I should have done this earlier, because I, maybe I would feel more confident. I don't know. I'm feeling power of the dog, baby. Like, am I crazy? Um, Am I crazy? You know what? I think it's like a runner-up type of thing with uh, power of the dog. I think power of the dog is going to be a runner-up in a lot of categories this night. Best picture, I, I, power of the dog. um, Oh, well, we get to that when we get to that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about best picture or anything, but cinematography is one of the ones I, I think it's not going to win. I think it's going to I think Dune's Because I do think Dune had a better cinematography than Power of the Dog, personally. I like Dune's cinematography better. Yeah, I but like I think Power of the Dog cinematography, but I agree. I, I, hey, this is my personal ranking. I do Macbeth any day, all day. But Yeah, me too. Um, and Dune would be I haven't my seen second that in her alley, though, but from just like the shots and stuff I have seen, the cinematography looks great. I haven't yeah, seen but all five of these yeah. are actually incredible cinematography. West Side Story right. is very good. West Side Story, yeah, yeah. the best parts of cinematography. Looks really good. Yeah, I was going to say that like West Side Story, the cinematography in that 
pretty amazing, especially the puddle shot mm-hmm. with uh, the Ansel. Yeah, who can forget him? Even though I tried to. I forgot him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I don't know. Here's, here's my thing, right? Power of the Dog, uh, I'll give you a little sneak peek to the best picture. I don't care. Yeah, 100% winning, right? Like, like obviously, Power of the Dog is going to win. Uh, that, that's my vote for that. But I'm looking at the rest of the noms. And even though it has 12 wins, I don't see it winning many of these. And can it walk away with one, maybe two other wins? I don't know. I think it's got to have three. And I think it's best chance of cinematography. I think if they want to give a bit of recognition to this film, fuck it. Let's go crazy right off the bat. I'm going to pick Power of the Dog. I think that's going to be the, uh, the, other, the third win for, for the dog today. What about you, Andrew? What are you thinking? You know, I was between Dune and Power of the Dog. I thought they both had a really great cinematography, but I think I'm going to go with Dune for this one. I think they're going to give it to Dune as well. You guys are all afraid. (laughs) All right, so if that's the case, uh, you three are on the same page with Dune. I'll be the outlier here, but we can move on to sound, which I think we might be in more of agreement. We have Belfast. Mm -hmm. God knows why. Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Uh, I so dare to give it The Power of the Dog again, Quentin. <laughs> yeah. We love that movie so much. Give it to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick Power of the Dog for all 12 of its awards tonight, guys. Yeah, yeah. Pick it for every category. It's going to clean sweep. Uh, so, so this one I'm doing, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to be crazy two times in a row. I think this one's probably one of the most obvious ones. I think it has to be Dune. Yeah, Dune. Are you going to make any crazy predictions, Andrea? I know how much you liked uh, No Time to Die. I, I will say think... West Side Story, besides even the soundtrack, had great sound. Yeah? Yeah, it did. Um, well, go ahead, Andrea. What's your prediction? Oh, I was going to say, I did like No Time to Die, but it's a good movie. once again, I think they're going to go with Dune as well. And also, like, Dune should win. Dune, the sound in Dune I mean, is yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. All right, so we can move on to visual effects. You're seeing a little trend here because Dune shows up once again along with Free Guy, No Time to Die, Chong Shi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider Man No Way Home. Um, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Dune again. I don't know about you yeah. guys. <laughs> I'm picking uh, Dune again. Dune. I don't think any of those big blockbusters are going to win it over Dune. Yeah, and why is Free Guy there? Because it's a phenomenal movie. That's don't question hilarious. it. Hilarious. No. I love that movie. So good. I hate Free Guy. Oh, what? oh, wow, Free Guy. Oh no. Hater here. Whoa. How could you hate I am Free a Guy? Free Guy hater. <laughs> I really enjoyed it when I when it came out, but now I do not like Free Guy. Oh. <laughs> Um, honestly, I like Free Guy, uh, and I think it's like the second best visual effects of this group, but I think that is just a testament that I think this is like an absolutely pathetic group for visual effects. Like, Godzilla... Yeah, I don't think visual effects of Free Guy were particularly great, but why wasn't, like, yeah. the, um... What's that one? The, the sp- Eternals. Why wasn't Eternals on this list? Eternals? Over Shang-Chi or Spider-Man. Like, yeah. And yeah. there's no, there's no Matrix 4. Yeah, I think Matrix 4, Eternals, and Godzilla v. Kong guys is better yeah, than... Yeah, Godzilla v. Kong should totally be on Yeah, than any of these other noms. Like, obviously, Dune's better than all of them, so it doesn't really matter at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, Dune's winning no matter what. Yeah. But, like, come on. What a... It is a 
joke of a roster here. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, th- those visual vect voters, uh, they, I don't know. <laughs> need to, like, yeah, up their... yeah No to Time to Die, their... I think, deserves to be on it. Because practical effects count with special as visual effects, right? Just that's visual and a uh, special effects, practical and special. I believe so. I believe so too. All right, so we can move on to the. Oh well, actually, sorry, I'm so sorry, Andrea. Uh, are you not? I just want to double check. Are you picking Dune for visual effects? Yeah, obviously. Okay, well, you know, I just want to double check. <laughs> I know you're a big Free Guy fan. I'm like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. That's right. All right. I just want to double-check, Andrew. All right. For production design, the five nominees are the exact same as cinematography, but for a refresher, it is Dune, Nate Morale, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Andrew, which way are you leading? I don't know. <laughs> Look, give me a minute. I'm the one that hasn't, hasn't thought him out. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. first. <laughs> well, you always answer last, Whoa. and I spice it up. I'm just going to throw it out there. I think Nightmare Alley should be uh, the runner-up of this uh, category, but it's still going to go to Dune. This is four votes in a row from, from me to Dune. Yeah, this is a really Dune showing. Uh, this format that I had last year, I could not have predicted this would be a big Dune start. For this. It's just all the technical awards. Yeah, us. I think that's how I organized. I think I did technical screenplay, then the acting, and then the final so yeah yeah i I think that's how i set it up and i'm gonna go dune again even though i think no question tragedy Macbeth is the best production design like every scene in that film has like such an elaborate set that looks so haunting and beautiful so like you know i wish i wish it had a chance but it doesn't it's dune which what and, and to be fair, I'm not trying to knock on Dune. Uh, Dune's production Dune design so well is incredible. Everything in Dune looks great. Yeah, it's incredible. So this is not yeah. a knock at all. I uh, don't want to make it sound like I hate it because it's incredible. So I'm happy either way. Andrew, have you made your decision yet? I mean, you guys are probably right. Dune is probably going to sweep a lot of these awards, and I'm really feeling that. I also really like Nightmare Alley as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be boring and go with noon. <laughs> Not going to be a risk taking. <laughs> you know, these are two of Nightmare Alley's very few noms. So I guess we're all predicting, you know, because I definitely am, that it's going to walk away with a big fat goose egg yeah, in a few I days' so. time. Uh, yeah, I don't believe I have it down to win anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I could just, like, I, like it's tough for me to pick it over things I have seen, right? It's a surprise that it actually got into the 10th slot like it, it was dead in the water uh when it came out yeah i was shocked it made it <laughs> i was shocked yeah i wasn't expecting it to get the best picture or not we can move on to uh, you know one of my favorite awards that is not even going to make it on the live event and that is going to be best score it's ridiculous it's such an important part of the movie one that of, it's like, totally yeah. on the live one of the, best the live parts. show score is so critical but yeah. once again, I have Dune, for anyone's wondering. This is five times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Don't look up Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and Power of the Dog. Those are the five. Same. But um, I wouldn't cast uh, Johnny Greenwood for Power of the Dog. Yeah. He's had an exceptional year with uh, a bunch of the scores, especially with Licorice Pizza. So, oh, uh, I'm especially still go with Spencer! 
And oh, Spencer, that was yeah, great yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. that's probably I'm, my second thinking, favorite score of the year. I'm thinking about like Johnny Greenwood as radio head member instead of a, a best uh, score. But anyways, uh, I'm I'm still gonna go with Dune. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dune, which is unfortunate, but not really because Dune, Hans Zimmer. My second favorite score of the year, but my favorite score is obviously Spencer. And my third favorite score, I think, is Power of the Dog. And the fact that Johnny Greenwood did the score for two of my favorite scores of the whole year, he did an incredible year, including Licorice Pizza. He made three pretty unique scores for the year. So that's pretty noteworthy. But how can you compete with Hans Zimmer, who has one of the most unique and most exciting scores of the last couple years? You gotta go with Dune. Like, even if Spencer was there, I'm still voting for Dune. It's great, and it's, like, thrilling. Like, it's just epic. So, yeah, you, you gotta go with Dune. Uh, I'm assuming you are too, Andrew. You're a huge Encanto fan. Are you gonna maybe spice it up? Yeah, they're not gonna give it to Encanto. I can already tell you that. I wish, because I love Encanto a lot. But it's definitely gonna be Dune. And the Dune score is better than a Canto score. Not Canto is a great soundtrack, but the score is yeah, not not as good. Good news, guys, is we can finally take a break from our Dune talk after five awards in a row. We can talk. Oh, about... I'm still picking Dune. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about best song. Uh, Tristan's already picking Dune. We know that, but for the rest of us, we have "Be Alive" from King Richard, "Dos Oregatas" from Encanto. Down to Joy for Belfast, No Time to Die from the titular, No Time to Die, and then Somehow You Do from a movie called, what, Four Good Days? I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> I've heard of it, but it's, um, what's her name, who uh, wrote the song that she's always nominated, like, every time. Oh, it's a foreign film, right? Like, she's, she's a foreign uh, singer, and she gets nominated all the time, but never has won. No, uh, Diane Warren. Yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Yeah. Like, she's, she's always nominated, uh, like, every year for uh, Best Original Song, and she always loses. So Yeah, no, I didn't think yeah, yeah. <laughs> she always gets nominated and never wins. Okay, so they're just keeping yeah. the name alive, because uh, I'm not predicting yeah. her. Me either. I feel like she has a, a lot, like, a lot of people in the economy really like her, but not enough. And yeah, that's it. So they keep voting for her to get in, but it's not enough votes for her to win. Right, and I feel like if, I think in the next coming years, if it's a weak year, then she'll probably win. Yeah, she'll probably get one one of these days. <laughs> yeah, maybe she well, made a song for Encanto she could days. get in. <laughs> yeah, but it's another obvious uh, pick for me. It's No Time to Die by uh, Billie Eilish and Phineas. Jack says it so confidently, he makes me like re-guess everything. Because I, I don't think this is obvious. It's obviously down to yeah, three. I was so torn. I was 50-50 between No yeah. Time to Die and Dosa Origita. Then you gotta remember that uh, No Time to Die like has been sweeping like the song across a lot of uh, precursors uh, when people thought that uh, Beyonce's uh, Be Alive was gonna be the, the next big thing, but it's, it's still No Time to Die. Yeah, but I feel there's a large portion of the Academy who just votes for whatever the Disney song is and doesn't actually <laughs> listen to it. Right, but then you also gotta remember it's a James Bond song, and I feel That's like that, that gives another like upper hand. 
I feel like if, if this was Don't Talk to Bruno, it, it would be an obvious choice. I wouldn't yeah. even thinking about it. But the fact that Norman oh, is just a weird yeah. song from Encanto. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Don't Talk About Bruno was uh, nominated in this uh, category. Then Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's like the biggest song like out there right now. It's like topping the charts. And what would you do if, if that would actually happen? Like you would actually like pick it, but it's not there. I don't know why Disney would submit this one over that one. I have Makes no sense. idea either. Because now it's in like a real tough fight here to win it when it would have been a slam dunk if they picked that one. Or Service Pressure. Like they had two Service easy Pressure is the best song, but I don't think that would win. If Service Pressure was nominated, I would for sure be picking No Time to Die. Oh, Even really? Though okay. I think of all four of the songs we're talking about, Service Pressure is the best one. Okay, I think Service Pressure would still win because it's still like one of the most. It's a really great song, but it's not the one that everyone's talking about. That's obviously don't talk about Bruno. And Dosa Ritas is like the movie at like the climax of the film, and it's all in Spanish. And I think the Oscars are going to eat that up. And so I, that's where I'm really thinking where Dosa Ritas can win. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what song this song is. Like I, I just to this I listened soundtrack. to both because this was the one category I was real torn. I listened to both before I hopped on here, and it's a song like right at the climax of the film when the house breaks down. And the grandmother tells the main character like the backstory of the candle and stuff and how they got their power. Right, yeah. And it was it was her like her husband or the main character's great grandfather singing the song all in Spanish to the mother. And it is a good song, and it's the whole climax of the film, but it's all in Spanish. So no one really yeah. knows any of the lyrics unless you're a Spanish speaking person. Um, so no one remembers the song or can sing the lyrics of the song or even really knows how to pronounce the name of the song unless you know Spanish. So that's why I think it's way lesser known than Don't Talk About Brain. Like, I know what song this is, but, like, I don't think a lot of other people will. Like, I don't think Quentin even remembers it right yeah, now I still by the love in his face. Around. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know what he's talking about. I remember the scene. I do not remember a song. So, I don't know. And Angel listens to the soundtrack all the time. I don't remember this one. Is this I, not on the... Re- I don't listen to this oh, one. <laughs> this one's not on the playlist. Okay. No. She listens to, like, six of them over yeah. and over. This did not make the cut. <laughs> It didn't make the cut, eh? So are you guys going No Time to Die then, Quentin? Is that I'm going to go No Time to Die. Honestly, just because I don't know what this other song is. Uh, maybe if I remember it, I might might have changed oh. my mind. But yeah, I actually remember the No Time to Die song. Hot take. I don't think it's a very good song, but at least I, I remember like it. it. <laughs> I like it. It's better than the Sam Smith one. Yeah, it's better than it's every like, other song here. It's better than the Sam Smith one. What and... did Sam Smith do for the Bond song? Uh, it was for the last movie, uh, Spectre. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, Dodging Running on the Bullet That was, that was awful. I hate that one. I think that's the worst, uh, um, Bond song that I've listened to. I like and Skyfall. I've, I've listened to a lot of Bond songs. Skyfall's the best of the Daniel Craig films. The, the, the best, well, movie and Bond song. Like, that's a good song. Skyfall's right. your and favorite Daniel Bond- Craig movie? Like, Over James Casino Bond- Royale and No Time to Die, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, I haven't seen it yet, actually, so... I sort of agree with that. Yeah, Skyfall most and then... Know, it's not a popular die. opinion. I think most people would say Casino Royale or Time to Die. I would say Skyfall, then No Time to Die, Casino Royale. Uh, you know, I'll continue with my James Bond hot takes. I, I agree with whatever the general <laughs> consensus is on James Bond, because I don't think that's a very good movie. I, I watch it. I like it. I it didn't feel like that traditional of a Bond movie to me, like yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, and to be fair, like I think it's my fourth favorite, so like I still like the movie compared to other James Bond. Movies. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we're getting um, off topic here. Um, right. Angel, and which way are you going? Are you going with Encanto or No Time to Die here? Angel loves Encanto. I do love Encanto, but I actually really like this song for No Time to Die. <laughs> so I'm going with that one. Plus, I remember it as well. I guess I also remember the Encanto song as well, but yeah. Yeah, none of these songs made your playlist, though. Unlike Don't Talk About Bruno. There you go. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, one last, one last thing. I think Don't Look Up should have swapped for uh, Four Good Days. That's just me. I think um, the song with uh, Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi was good. I'm shocked. Isle and Coda should be on here. Oh, yeah. That too, Same. yeah. Yeah, that was another one where I was just like, why isn't that song there also? And so they put, keep putting credit songs on here, and I hate that. I hate credit songs. They shouldn't count. They shouldn't. I agree. Oh, we, me and Tristan already went into a whole rant about that, so we don't have to continue. But yeah, yeah, we don't have to open that can of worms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, um, don't even get me started on credit songs. Get the fuck out of here. So when I first started making my list, my gut told me no time to die. But then I looked on Gold Derby and saw how it was split down the middle between that and Encanto. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to put Encanto down. That's going to be my pick. And then you guys are all now going No Time to Die. And so now I'm splitting which way I should. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Because going into cinematography, I had the same idea. I was like, you know what? If one or two of them also do Power of the Dog, I'll do Dune. Like, I'll just, you know, go against the curve because I think it's 50 50. Uh, so that's a good way to do it. Yeah, so I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Encanto here with those at Rigitas. And hopefully this will be the one that I, uh, gives me the point above you guys. It'll either mean I win or I lose it, most likely. I think we're going to have pretty similar lists going down. Um, I got to straighten the pack at some point to get that point. Right. I'm still going No Time to Die because Billie Eilish is a industry giant. I, that's so they true. Love, I love every single like song from her. Like The Grammys also. And like the, the song category is also uh, with a bunch of like the music uh, people. So. Yeah, it's it's obvious. I don't know. I think Encanto's got a real shot here. I'm predicting no time to die, but I'm actually rooting for Encanto. I want Linwell Miranda to win an Oscar because my theory is he's doing all these movies to win an Oscar, and then I think he wants he'll be the done. egot. I think that's the only one he needs to get the egot. Exactly. He that's all he needs left for the egot, and I want him to get the egot. So he can stop making movies because I'm tired. Well, of I want him to keep making movies because I really like his work. No, I am Me gotta too. Wait, sick and we tired. We gotta wait for the Hamilton movie. We gotta wait for the Hamilton movie, bro. Oh no! The one we already got, just a live recording of the of the, the Broadway show, is perfect though. Why would you butcher it with like just redoing it with more cinematography involved? That sounds off. Just keep going. I don't out. know. I don't know, man. He. In another couple of years, he could be like, hey. Oh, it's going to happen at some point. Director, it's director feature will be Hamilton. Because yeah, y'all did not me tick, tick, boom. It's actually no question in my mind. It will be a movie. Oh, it's going yeah. to happen. They, they just in the Heights this year. That was his first Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Um, and, and it'll be pretty big. People are on the Hamilton train. I'm stoked. Soon. I'll be there. Yeah, they, they got to do it soon because, uh, you know, the hype is big right now. All right, so we can move on to costume here. And for costume, we have Cruella, Serrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. I don't have Dune here, surprisingly. Yeah, wow, look at that. Me too. Taking a little break I got Cruella Dune. instead, because I just went with the most obvious pick. 
Oh, me too. Yeah, I think Cruella. it has to be Cruella. Yeah, I feel it's pretty cool. good about Cruella as well. Because it's a movie about costume, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I think that helps its case here. You lean towards that, yeah. Andrea? Yeah, I think that's the obvious pick here. Definitely. This is Serenode's only nomination. Which it is, is yeah. Because they pushed it so hard. MGM, and they just, like, messed it up. <laughs> they butchered it. Like, no one's seen the movie. Has anyone watched it? I saw it a while ago, and I thought it was okay. I haven't seen it. I don't even know how to see it. I don't think it's playing in any it? theater around me. Serrano. I've never seen it. I would have been surprised. Like, here, Peter Dinklage is fantastic. Without you, I just want yeah. to Oh, he's great. It. I was like, Bye. He's fantastic at it. And he was supposed to be the fifth slot, but yeah, MGM focused on uh, Licorice Pizza instead. Yeah, he could have been the fifth slot if they released the fucking movie. Right. It was supposed to come out in, uh, Christmas last year, but they kept on moving it. Yeah. Maybe because they're like, well, we can't compete with Spider-Man. I guess we'll just release in February when no one sees it. In the next category, we have Cruella making her reappearance here for the makeup and hairstyling, along with Coming to America, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. Now, the only House of Gucci nomination, guys. Do you think it's going to win it? No. no. I think because it's the only nomination means they didn't like it. But caution, because but Cruella's only nomination, and you predicted that. Does that not mean they don't? No, Cruella has a nomination makeup and hairstyle. Ah, well, there we go. I'm yeah. an idiot. Was that Trist? Were you even listening? Uh, but yeah, the fact that House <laughs> I Gucci, never am. Which, like, House Gucci was supposed to get a few noms, really. The fact that this is the only one makes me think that they're just not high on it, unlike some of these other films. So yeah, I'm not really leaning towards that. What about you, Andrew? What are you thinking? I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna go with Cruella again. You're feeling Cruella <laughs> back mean, to back. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. Cruella's gonna sweep both of its <laughs> nominations. Maybe. Honestly, though, I I I didn't see Coming to America. I didn't see Eyes of Tammy Faye. I didn't see House of Gucci. The only two I've even seen were Dude and Cruella. So the only two that matter. Oh, <laughs> those are the only two I've seen as well. I've seen all of them, um, so <laughs> I already have the one up. But and I'm that's why he knows the real winner is coming to America. No, I'm going with Tammy Faye because uh, Jessica Chastain's uh, makeup and styling uh, with uh, transforming uh, into Tammy Faye. Like, if you actually see the videos of her uh, applying the makeup and everything, it's, like, crazy. Yeah, I got she, Tammy Faye here as well to win it. Mm -hmm. Mostly just because, yeah. All the posters and stuff are all focused around her eye makeup and how elaborate and it is, and I think they're going to give that the, the, the credit. Right, and the prosthetics on uh, her, uh, her chin and everything, but I'm going with Tammy Faye. Andrew was like, fuck, I didn't realize people were high on Tammy Faye. I've never even I haven't seen it either. It. Like, I can't say anything about you know, the quality of the film. But I'm yeah, I haven't seen the film. I do want to watch it sometime this week, because I think could win this and i think it could win best actress so i think you know it, it's in the conversation so maybe i should check it out uh but i'm also leaning towards tammy faye just because just looking at past oscar winners for this category they don't really actually care about the makeup and hairstyling they care about the prosthetics baby 
If you look like someone we know, then we like it. And so Haosikuchi would have been my lead contender, but because clearly they don't like this movie uh, and they seem to relatively enjoy Tammy Faye, I think that's going to be the one of the two big prosthetic films that they'll lean towards. So yeah, I'm, I'm leaning right. towards Faye as well. That's why Big Mama's House always is really good for makeup and hair style. It was all the prosthetics they used. Yeah. Do we convince you, Andrea? Or are you leaning towards Faye or are you sticking with Cruella? Um, I don't. I don't like picking Stick movies. With it. I ha- Trust I, your gut. I, I, well, no, I just don't like picking movies I haven't seen. That's, That's my fair. thing. And like, I I don't know much about it at all. So I'm just I'm just gonna stick with Cruella. Whatever, YOLO. <laughs> but it is also only makeup and hair style. Just look up still images and just look at their makeup and hair and see. Or like watch a clip from Tammy Faye, and you'll see like they actually transformed yeah. her. That would take too much time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. It's way too much. <laughs> I have time for that. <laughs> so we can move on to the shorts here. Uh, this is going to be one that I'm going to lean towards Gold Derby on because I haven't seen any of these. I don't plan on seeing any of them. Uh, no offense. I don't really care about the shorts. But we're, <laughs> you know, we're here anyways. Well, I so, finished them. I finished all the shorts. Yeah, Jack's uh, seen them all. Week. This is why Jack's really the beating heart of this podcast. He's seen every movie and, here. <laughs> yeah, man. This year, the shorts are fucking depressing and just downright stupid this year. I fucking hated a lot of them, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, especially the animated short. I think the, uh, the front runner right now is Robin Robin, which is an Arterman uh, mm-hmm. feature. Uh, if you know Arterman, they do like stop motion um, animation. Uh, they're from the UK. They did uh, Wallace and Gromit and uh, Shaun the Sheep. So it's it's pretty it's obvious that uh, Arterman has the upper hand with uh, Robin Robin being the front runner. Yeah, I put Robin Robin down, which is because it was a big front runner. Although I think the second uh, place. Uh, animated short for me would be the windshield wiper um i don't give a shit about affairs of the art that shit was fucking terrible i hated it it gave me a headache for like 15 minutes and the rest of them were okay i really like this uh segment of jack just like roasting animated shorts i really <laughs> poor affairs of the art uh you know Put the time it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> I, if, that, I, if that wins, I will. I will yell because usually the shorts are the most like shittiest like category because they usually pick the one that's like the worst one. <laughs> well, luckily, you won't have to watch it win because it'll just be before the ceremony starts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But still, I I feel bad for the the people who make these shorts and they're not. Yeah, like, I think it's ridiculous. They get, uh, but still, I think uh, I'm going to go with Robin Robin. Yeah, I'm going with Robin Robin too, uh, based off of absolutely no information other than it's just the lead contender right now, and I just have no other input on it because I haven't seen any of these or heard of them, except for Affairs of the Art. I haven't seen it, but I'll no matter what defend Jack. So I'm sure it sucks. What about you, Andrew? <laughs> what are you leaning towards? Take Affairs of the Art. I hear it's really great. <laughs> I, I, oh, I was boy. definitely thinking about picking that one. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no. you better not. <laughs> you better <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go with Robin Robin. I don't know anything about these shorts whatsoever. 
Robin Robin's uh, uh like a little musical, so that that's fun. A musical? That's uh, it. I'm not picking it. I have to, like, quit <laughs> now. Is you it on anything? Like, is it on YouTube? Oh, it's show? on Netflix. Oh, okay. I'll look it up after. Yeah, this. sounds good. The rest of them they're hard to find, but um, because they're currently doing the theatrical thing um in the states. Yeah. But Robin Robin, you can find on uh Netflix. Oh, nice. All right, well, we can move on to the live-action short, which has the uh, Ally Catch You Take and Run, The Dress, The Long Goodbye, On My Mind, and Please Hold. This was another category where it's just a bunch of depressing-ass shorts, except uh, The Queen of Basketball, um, which was an up- uplifting story about um, the first uh, woman to... That's uh, for documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's documentary. Oh, shoot, shoot. shoot. Oh, shit, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at Gold Derby. <laughs> uh, no, but like the live action short, fucking depressing, to be honest. I, I picked him a long goodbye because it's uh, Riz Ahmed, and um, he was a, a nominee last year uh, for Best Actor. I like him. And it's also tying with his uh, album that he uh, wrote last year and uh, made. Um, so, and it also has like a, like a message about uh, immigration, so... That's it's completely obvious that uh, the long goodbye is the front runner. I'll take that one as my prediction. Long goodbye is in the category for live action short. Sounds like it's the short goodbye. Sounds like a bit of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll, I'm going to pick that as well for the simple re- same reason as I picked uh, Robin Robin. It's number one on Gold Derby, and I haven't seen any of them. What about you, Andrea? Yep, yep. I'm going to go with the long goodbye. Everyone has sold me on it. <laughs> All right, so we can move on to Documentary Short, which has Audible, Lead Me Home, The Queen of Basketball, Three Songs from Benzier, and When We Were Bullies. Okay, yeah, this was the category I was saying. Um, the Queen of Basketball, was, it's basically a story about uh, the first woman to compete in um the Olympics women's basketball and she she did a lot for uh the community and um just uh women's basketball as a whole so it's the most uplifting um documentary out um in the category the rest of the category is just fucking depressing and just like dealing with the social issues that uh typically have been talked about nobody's gonna uh, take care of it but um I'm going with the queen of basketball just because of that it's uplifting. Going with that too? Because it's number one on Gold Derby. That's right, baby. What about you, Andrew? What are you feeling? Um, I really like basketball, so um, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> the queen of basketball. If it's the queen of hockey, Andrew would be out. Absolutely. I hate hockey. What about you, Tristan? Are you a basketball fan? You were a bully back in the day, so when we were bullies, might connect with you. I was considering picking that one, uh, but I'm also going to go with the queen of basketball uh, because it was number one at Gold Derby. Same with the uh, same with Clinton's reason. <laughs> That's a good reasoning, to be honest with you. Yeah. All right, so we can move on to the next category, and really the next three, as we can call the flea section. Uh, we can start with the best documentary, which is Ascension, Attica, Lee, Summer of Soul, and Writing with Fire. 
So, like I said, I've seen all the documentaries this year, and it's it was a good year, aside from uh, Ascension, which I thought was okay. The documentary that's been sweeping throughout the whole uh, Precursors is uh, Summer of Soul, and it deserves it because Questlove uh, found the footage uh, in a, like a hidden area, and he put everything together, and he made it like completely new. So I'm going with Summer of Soul. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the documentaries, unlike a, uh, unlike him, unlike Jack. It's Jack, right? I'm so bad with names. <laughs> yes, Jack. I knew that. I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> but I also am going to go with Summer of Soul. So I just came with the same conclusion as he did, but saved 10 out. So who's really up here? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, well, here I'll come out because I'm coming out yeah. with a bit of a, a bit of a swing and take. I was waiting for Andrew to also jump in on Summer of Soul. Okay, all right. I think I know where you're going with this. Well, I'm I, might, going. I was thinking of going somewhere else, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, now now she's prepping. No, I'm going with Flea. Flea's my pick. Is it because it's the only one you've seen? No, I've seen all the butt writing with fire. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I watched them all except for writing with fire, and I was gonna watch it a few days ago because I wanted to watch them all because I did it last year. But then I just sat down and thought to myself, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm tired of documentaries. I've just saw, I saw four in the last week. I'm, I'm, I don't really like documentaries. Why am I doing this? So I didn't watch it. And maybe I'll watch it later. But I did see four of these. And even though Flea is also my favorite okay. of the four, and you know, Summer Soul is the odds are favorite, I just keep thinking to myself, Flea is nominated for three awards. Is it going to win none? Really? Is it? Because it's not winning the other two. Clearly, they like it enough and might just pull an upset here. So I, I, I'm picking. Oh, um, I bit. like your reasoning. Like, I get it. Because yeah. it's nominated in uh, other categories. And it has a better chance uh, since it has those more uh, nominations. But then yet again, I think Summer of Soul is more flashier than Flea. It's um, very well made. Yeah. You know what? I mean, can I swap my vote to flee with Quentin? Uh, he's he's persuaded me, <laughs> and only because I'm pretty confident. Much like us, a lot of the uh, Academy voters probably haven't seen all the documentaries. But they see that Flea's voted for three, and they go, "Well, fuck it, I'll vote for that one." <laughs> or if they're going to watch some, but not all, if they're sure going to watch Flea, because then they're going to watch it one for five, for three categories rather than just one category. And so the most people are going to vote for that one because they've seen it at least. So I'm going to go Flea on this one too. Unbelievable. My individual pick. And Andrew's giving me that look. She's going to steal it too. Are you going to let Jack be the only vote for the front runner? Are you guys kidding me? Are you voting for Flea? Uh, I, um, that's true. That could like, be a free point for Jack if you all go Flea. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, Honestly, um, I would like to be wrong. Yeah. What are you thinking, Andrew? Um, like, if it was up to me, they clearly didn't even nominate the winner. Because <laughs> I watched... What was it? The boys in the cave or whatever you watched? It's what called was? the rescue, not the boys the in rescue, the cave. Whatever. Oh, the rescue, whatever. <laughs> I really liked that documentary, and that documentary was robbed. But yeah, I, I since Flea was the only one that I saw bits and pieces of. <laughs> she saw it thirty seconds. You know, I'll, go, I'll go back to Summer of Soul. I'll, I'll go back to Summer of Soul. Split the difference here. Wait, Let's I was gonna people. pick Summer of Soul. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Andrea, make up your mind, woman. I hadn't even said one yet. Oh, my God. You said flee. 
All right, well, so what are you picking? Summer Solar Flare. All right, fine. If Tristan's wanting to go back, I'll pick Flea. <laughs> well, I think Tristan was down for Flea. He just didn't want to give it all. Pick whatever you want. What does your heart say? Andrew, whichever way you go, he'll do the opposite. the opposite. Yeah, I'm going to pick Flea. Okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. Man, <laughs> the first of three awards for Flea, and it was already chaos. So look at what. <laughs> yeah. The documentary category, you know, despite it being a pretty boring you know, uh, category. Uh, it, it gets pretty heated over here on the podcast because I still, to this day, do not understand Octopus Teacher. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's because, I, I swear, most of the voters haven't probably watched all five. They just watch like, the front runner, maybe the two front runners, and then they vote based off that. And so, yeah. Summer Soul is a front runner, though, and so I think, do think it can still just ride that to the victory. But the fact that Flea's nominated for three categories, it might ride that to the victory. I don't know. Yeah, it, it is one of the two. No question. And I yeah, feel, like, I feel great about Writing that. with Fire isn't going to win it. It's yeah. just not. Yeah, I actually no, think Summer Soul has a better chance. I, I just, I can't imagine Flea not getting anything after getting three noms. It seems crazy to me. So I, that's the only reason. Uh, Summer Soul... It's a fantastic documentary. It is really good, Tristan. You should check it out. It's on, what streaming service was it again? Well, we watched on Hulu. Yeah. So you would have to have a VPN, Tristan. But if you have it's an access Hulu to Star? A lot of Hulu stuff gets brought over at Disney. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably is. Yeah, so okay. Tristan, you should yeah. definitely check it out because it, it is a really great documentary. So yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. We can move on to best animated film which is going to be Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. And even though I have Flea, Luca, and Mitchells vs. the Machines above this movie, just slightly, because I, I do love this film. I think it's definitely Encanto. Yeah. I really want it to be Mitchells vs. the Machines. Me too. I really, I'm... really, really want it to be. I do too, actually. Yeah. Even though Luca is my favorite of the five noms, personally, I think Mitchell vs. Machines is a bigger achievement in animated film. I think it should be rewarded. Uh, it's just not. I like the, the Mitchells and Machines uh, animation a, a tiny bit better than yeah. um, Encanto. But that's just me, because like, they have a lot of like, crazy, cool stuff that's going on with the animation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very fun. What about you? take a lot more risks, that's for sure. Wow, kind of surprise. I thought everyone would be voting Mitchells versus Machines, but it sounds like everyone's gonna go in Canto. This is a prediction. I don't know um, where I'm going yet. I'm. Oh. I'm. I, I don't think, know. I think they're honestly pretty even. Like Mitchells versus Machines is like really cool animations, but I personally love Encanto, so I will be voting for Encanto. <laughs> Even though that might not be the right way to vote, I'm going to nope. vote for no, it. I think it's the right vote. Yeah. Like, because it's a heavy frontrunner for sure, I think. Yeah. Right? Even though yeah. Mitchell's First Machines good. is very well made and it should get more recognition than it does, Encanto's a Disney movie. They always just throw it to either Pixar or Disney. And of the two, Encanto had way more buzz than Luca. So I just think Encanto's yeah. kind of the clean sweep here. But, you know, it, it, yeah, maybe there's an upset. Uh, maybe Tristan will vote for it. Let's see. And could it be possible that the Disney vote will get split between Encanto, Luca, and Raya? That's a lot of Disney. Yeah. And there's only, only so many votes heading towards a Disney. Yeah. And I know no Raya's for sure in fifth yeah. place, but I think it's going to cop some votes away from Encanto. No one's voting Disney for Luca. Raya. Someone's going to. Someone voted to be on the five, right? It's going to steal at least a couple yeah. votes from Encanto. It has. That's true. 
I'm gonna go Michelle's Worst Machines. I'm going oh. go with my heart. Okay. All right. I like it. I like your reasoning thing because it did win an Annie Award. It's won uh, a lot of awards. Yeah. So I would love the Mitchells to win, but I think Encanto is gonna win because of the the ride it's been getting with uh topping the charts and still in people's minds. And you know, I'm not trying to make Tristan change his vote because I like that Tristan's going a little wacky here. But Encanto has three nods. You know, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the guy that just votes for the ones that have the most nominations, like what I did with Flea. Yeah, you know what? Swap me back over to Encanto. <laughs> I, I'll, I'm not going to be that crazy. I, I'm not going to risk that one. I think I'll be throwing away my, my Chiata victory. Yeah, because Encanto, yeah, clearly they like Encanto if it got best score over Spencer. Fuck yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, clearly they like it. Well, I think clearly they like Lin Manuel Miranda, who did the musical. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe they don't like anything else about this movie. Now, to be fair, if Visual vs. the Machines wins this now, that would be hilarious. I would still be, you know, yeah, I'll still be happy. So I'm going to win either way. Either okay. I get the point or Visual Machines. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it now, though. Tristan loses the bracket. I'm going to lose this my mind if Michelle's vs. the Yeah, because he swapped. <laughs> that would be great. I'm rooting for it now. Plus, uh, plus, it would just be a great win because that's a good movie. So either way, it's I'm happy. So good. Yeah, and Camp was also really good. I just feel like Michelle's machines pushed the envelope. Yeah, and and I think Flea, just like Mitchell versus Machines, would be such a worthy win. Like to have a documentary in an animated style is so unique and so great. Those are the two I want to win. I personally love Luca. I just voted for Encanto. So literally, unless Raya wins, I'll be happy with this category. Yeah, if Raya wins, I'm gonna be very surprised. <laughs> to be fair, I'll be so be shocked. shocked. It would be iconic. <laughs> it would. I wouldn't even be that. Yeah, bad. me too. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. I barely remember Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. I thought they came out the year before. It feels so long ago. Well, it was very <laughs> on the bubble of the deadline. Tristan, remember when we discussed the nominations of the Oscars last year, and I went, "Oh, they must hate Raya," and you were like, "Oh, well, maybe it's technically next year," because it was like on the week of. The dude, yeah, like the deadline. So yeah, it it, it's close. been a while. Yeah, I remember gleefully being like, ha, ha, ha. "The Academy hated Raya because I didn't like the movie." But um, no, it was just this year, apparently. Yeah, it's still not gonna win. All right, we can go on to the last flea nomination, and that is going to be for international feature, which has "Drive My Car." Blee, Hand of God, Lunana, a yak in a classroom, and worst person in the world. I haven't seen any of these. Although I really want to watch Drive My Car, and that is my prediction because it's also nominated for Best Picture. And one of the odds they're going to put a movie for Best Picture but not give it Best International Film. That feels, although possible, fairly unlikely. Yeah, it's simple. It's Drive My Car. But I think... If Drive My Car didn't have the momentum that it has right now, it would have been the worst person in the world. As yeah, I heard a lot of good buzz about worst person in the world, and it feels like it kind of just came out against a juggernaut of Drive My Car, and that's the only reason it's mm-hmm. going to lose. It's not great. Yeah, and I think Neon did a, a really awful job with campaigning this year with uh, the, the worst person in the world, because it could have had also Best Actress and then Best Picture as well, but uh, it's only international film. And also, um, in this category, I haven't seen uh, Yak in a Classroom yet. I gotta check that out. Uh, that's the Come last on, Jack. What are you doing? 
before i'm done and also where the hell is a hero thank you it just yeah. yeah it's like it was supposed oh, to be in the wow. fifth slot yak in the classroom was the, the surprise i don't i don't really get it on top of that a yak in the classroom was submitted last year and it didn't get in so now it got in this year so it's kind of like fucking weird that's hilarious. I like that. They should, if your movie doesn't get nominated, you know, a hero, they should uh, submit it next year. And the year after that, and the year after that, they should just keep submitting it until a hero gets in because <laughs> it should get in. Uh, it's the best foreign <laughs> film of the year. It's one of the best films of the year. It's crazy it's not here. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm going to go drive my car. But I don't think it's a luck, even though it's in the best picture. I think it is going to win. But worst person okay. in the world got nominated for screenplay. So it has two nominations. So clearly I think voters are going to be watching it then because it's in contention for two films here. Or sorry, two awards here. That, that, that's my thinking. If they're going to watch a movie, it's going to be Flea Drive My Car and Worst Person because the other two are only in this category. And if they watch Worst Person in the World, I think it is more accessible than Drive My Car. Drive My Car is a three-hour, oh, yeah. you know, think it through, mellow out, nah, think about your feelings, kind of get into a more interpersonal reflection on who you are as a person. Worst person in the world is just a vibe. You're just watching this girl learn about herself. It's fun. It's short. It's funny. It's enjoyable. I, I think they'll like it more. I think worst person in the world could win. I just think it's more accessible to voters. So uh, I'm going to pick Drive My Car just because it's nominated for Best Picture. It's my favorite of the five nominations. I love Drive My Car. Uh, but, you know, keep an eye out. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I love Drive My Car. I've seen it twice now, and it gets better uh, every time I think about it. Torn that it's not also nominated for uh, Best Actor and Best Actress. Oh, it should be. Oh, um, the, their performances are great. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, yeah same with uh, Worst Person in the World. I'm still going to hit, uh, hit with uh, Drive My Car, because it's just been running with a bunch of the precursors. Just a lot of people love it, so I'm going with it. Yeah. Kind of jealous. Jack watched... A three-hour movie twice. What a king. I couldn't do that. six hours. <laughs> I couldn't even watch it once. Yeah, that's a commitment. <laughs> I respect that. And uh, I could have, yeah. No, you, you could have. You were I invited. I could have watched yeah. it, yeah. That's not in the theaters. It's I just great. don't have that much dedication yeah, to a three-hour porn film. Um, And I don't know. All I heard buzz about was, was drive my car. So I'm going to go with drive my car. And you said it wasn't accessible, but you watched it here at a theater, so. No, no, no. I mean, like, you know, you, you might watch it, just walk away and just be like, okay, that was like, you know, like, it's, oh, it's, not, it's not like. Uh, it's a very slow movie. Yeah. It's very slow. Slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I would say the same with uh, The Hand of God. I know a lot of people are torn about it. I love The Hand of God, but yeah, <laughs> that's another discussion. Yeah, Hand of God. Yeah, that's another discussion because that movie was fucking weird. Oh, yeah. I saw every single... Just like Documentary Tristan, I saw four of the five. I did not see Lunana because similar to Documentary, I went back and went, I don't really want to watch this. Like, I saw a hero. It should have yeah, been nominated. about a yak in a classroom. What do you mean you don't want to watch? I know. It it's, a, it's a yak in a classroom. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe I'll watch it before the Oscars. We'll we'll see. I'm watching Eyes of Tammy Faye. That's the only one I'm committing to for this week. We'll we'll see. Is the Oscars next Sunday? 
Yep. Yep. Next Sunday, baby. That's wild. I got a lot of movies I got to watch for them. Yeah, you got a lot, Tristan. Uh, next weekend, it's going to be fucking great. I am watching Everything Everywhere <laughs> all at once, opening night on Friday, and then Oscars are Sunday. What a way to bookend the weekend. That is. Oh, good. me too, baby. Film Lovers Weekend right there. You know? Oh, yeah. This is gonna be film the- Nerd Weekend. I've had two of my friends ask me if I want to hang out with them over the weekend. I said, no, it's Oscar weekend. Sure, I have nothing on Saturday, but I'm just going to be too fucking pumped for the Oscars. I'm not going to hang out. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're watching Yak in the Classroom, then. I'm also excited for that. I think it's an A24 movie, X, that's coming out. X. It came out this week. Oh, I saw that Friday. I saw oh, that. Oh, it's already out, eh? That one, yeah. that one looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Jack watched an opening night. He's ready to go. Wow. I enjoyed it. It was so much fun. It looks so fucking good. I'm excited for that one, too. All right. So we can move on to best editing, which I um, I might pull an Andrew here and wait till you guys go, because I, I don't know. I need some convincing. I don't oh, know. I know where I'm going. Okay, because we have Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. For like, I don't know, the seventh or eighth time, I think now I'm going with Dune. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too, baby. I'm going with Dune. Okay. I would say The Power of the Dog, the editing in that is actually really unique, mainly because it splits uh, the story into like four acts, and it has like a lot of like cool transitions, and I really enjoy like the, the last 30 minutes of the movie where, I don't want to spoil it, but like it gets a little bit hectic, but um, I'm still going with Dune because it's the most technicals I was going to win this year, and it's obvious. It's, it's Dune. Although, Tick, Tick, Boom actually is my favorite editing of the year. I think the editing in Tick, Tick, Boom is the best of the five. I love the editing in that movie. I think it adds to the film so much. However, I, it's getting no love from the Oscars. I think this was one of its very few noms, so I, I don't think it's a... It's not winning it, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't even like Tick, Tick, Boom, but every nomination it got was deserving, including this one. It's some of the best editing of the year. I agree with Tristan there. It might be, well, it has at least my favorite scene of editing, obviously, from that one song. Therapy is so good. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's the one that uh, everybody points to when they uh, talk about the editing in that movie. Like, it's really, it's like a great scene. I was between Dune and Power of the Dog. I, I went against you guys for cinematography when it was between those two. I'll be with you guys here. I'll, I'll agree with Dune. I'm, I'm still, I'm torn, but I, I think Dune is more noticeable, the editing. And I think, uh, you know, the Oscars don't really love subtlety. They, they might not really appreciate the editing styles that Jack mentioned for Power of the Dog. So I, I'll go with Dune here. I'm, I won't go against you guys twice. What are you thinking, Andrea? Yeah, no, I actually think these these are all pretty good nominations for this category. Good nominations. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty solid, but I think I think Dune's gonna take it again. So now we're kind of in the big eight tier. We're finally going into the screenplay, acting, director, and picture. And so right off the bat, let's do the screenplays. Adapted screenplay. We have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and Power of the Dog. Honestly, great group. Yeah. I'll commend them. Great group. I haven't yeah. seen Lost Daughter, actually. I've seen the rest. No, I haven't. I haven't seen the I've only seen three. Yeah, it's a great lineup. It's also been a chaotic lineup. Yeah. Uh, it's, because it's at the start, people thought Power of the Dog would 
be the double edge with like the picture and the screenplay. But now since Coda is uh moving on up, I could see it winning. And also uh Lost Daughter won um the best uh, independent at, uh was it the best adapted screenplay at the independent awards, spirit awards. So you have that also and then Drive My Car um being uh, also nominated for best picture and international feature that gives it also an upper hand. I'm still going with uh, Power of the Dog. I'm going to keep oh. my guns with that one. Um, because I can't really see Power of the Dog just winning Best Picture. It has to be either the adapted screenplay or some of the lead uh, actors or uh, supporting actor winning Power of the Dog. So I'm just going to go with Power of the Dog. I'm going with Coda, uh, mostly because I think Coda's got the best adapted screenplay, and that's why I'm going with it. It's, it seems to be one of the two front runners that are Power of the Dog, and I personally just think it's got the better screenplay. I like it better. And I really, really love the movie, so I'm pretty much rooting for it. Uh, anytime it makes sense for me to root for it, I'm going to, so I'm putting it down here. You know what? Let's make this really fun for Andrea, because I'm going to give her three choices now. I'm going to go with The Lost Daughter. Oh, I thought I were going to go drive my car. <clears throat> I think Drive My Car is my favorite screenplay, and to be fair... I actually think all five of these are really good screenplays. I, I love this group of five. I think all five are worthy winners. I love all of them when it comes to their screenplay. The Lost Daughter, here's my, I, I keep going back to the story I haven't seen it, so. that's based off of absolutely nothing. But The Lost Daughter was supposed to maybe get one nomination, and it got three. Like, they, it overperformed beyond expectations. They, they clearly like this movie to a certain extent. I don't know what the extent is, but they clearly like it. They like it enough to win. I don't know. I Jack would know more than I do, but one best screenplay at the most recent uh, critics was it the Critics' Choice or something else? Uh, it was Independent Spirit, I believe. Oh, but, that's um, it? oh well, then I'll, that's I'll that fact means check. Oh, well, that, that's embarrassing. That that means nothing. Uh, maybe I'm going off of absolutely nothing here, but I'm sticking to my guns. I uh, the screenplays really go a little wacky here, right? Like last year, mm -hmm. the father beat out Nomadland, which was a worthy win because the father was a way better made screenplay. Mm -hmm. But Nomadland was sweeping the screenplay awards, and so the 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 Oscars don't always go with the obvious pick. They mm -hmm. kind of go for what they actually thought was the best screenplay. And The Lost Daughter, even though I don't love this movie really at all, I I don't really enjoy it a whole lot. I thought the screenplay is really good, and so I, I, I think they'll, I think they'll award it. So I'm gonna go with that, right. Andrea. You have a three-way tie now. <laughs> well, I am leaning towards one of the ones that have already been picked. So yeah, I absolutely love Coda. It is by far my favorite, but I think I'm gonna go with Power of the Dog for this one. Yeah. You're gonna regret that when Coda wins. <laughs> I probably will. I probably will. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a bone. I think Coda is the runner-up because it did win um, the BAFTA, I believe, and the SAG. It could actually steal it from the power of the dog. You're gonna throw me a bone, Jack? Um, no, you just suck. No, I'm sticking with power of the dog. <laughs> of course, the dog gets the bone. It all makes sense. So we can go on to original screenplay, which, you know, I don't want to sound rude, but a, a significantly weaker group of uh, nominations for screenplay. We have Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. Um, Are we all leaning towards the same one here? I'll go first. I, I think it's Licorice Pizza. Okay. 
I, yeah. I think I feel pretty yeah. good about that one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think earlier in the year, uh, I think it was in September when Belfast came out, people were like, oh, yeah, Belfast is going to be the one. Um, but I think the Belfast train is uh, slowly crashing and exploding. I think Licorice Pizza will have the better shot because PTA has been nominated uh, in this category for quite a while. Same with the Best Director. And I feel like this is the one where it's the most accessible uh, PTA movie. It's actually, I think, the most smartest uh, screenplay that I've read, apart from uh, Worst Person in the World. I think Licorice Pizza will, will take it, and I'm going with that. And here's my main thinking here for Licorice Pizza. PTA has been nominated for quite a few awards, and he has never won an Oscar. And I think screenplay, you know, why not? Give it to the PTA guy. He hasn't gotten an Oscar yet. It's a screenplay. Right. He won't win director. I think this is kind of their way to honor a very well-regarded director uh, for years now. So I think, yeah, I, th I think they'll give it to him. I think it's got a good story mm -hmm. here. And on top of that, this the original screenplay for the past couple of years has been awarded to like a lot of like out there weird movies. And Licorice Pizza in concept is fucking weird. <laughs> you know what honest. else is weird? Um, the Lost Daughter. Yeah, true. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but this this category always awards the weirdest and like out there original stuff and licorice pizza is i think the most original um screenplay in this category so i'm going with that yeah. i've always loved the screenplay categories like that's where they honored jojo rabbit that's where they honored uh all of my favorites so I, i'm excited for this one as well i think licorice pizza is a good screenplay and i think it's gonna get it i was leaning towards belfast originally but i haven't seen licorice pizza and y'all seem pretty more Way more confident in that than I was in Belfast, so I'll go Licorice Pizza. Yeah. And to be fair, it, clearly the Oscars aren't high on Licorice Pizza. It only has three nominations. So my whole theory on, oh, they're probably one award movies that don't, that, that have more noms, but don't really have a win in sight. But Belfast, I'm predicting, is going to get none. And, they have and that's why I was going on, I was giving it to Belfast, because Belfast is nominated for so many, and I have it winning none. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, it's got to win something. It was nominated for what, like seven or eight, I think it was nominated for, and I have it winning zero. It's got to win something. So that's why I was going to give it a screenplay. But uh, yeah. No. I didn't think the screenplay was anything to write home about. I thought it was good. Um, but if Licorice Pizza presumably is equally as high as a front runner and more likely to win, I'll go with that one there. What about you, Andrew? What are you leaning? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go on the same train there. Licorice Pizza. Hmm. Honestly, I've not seen Licorice Pizza. I wanted to watch it, but I just haven't got around to it. And I really like PTA, and you know, I hope he does win an Oscar. So, you know what? I'm the one that just convinced you guys all to do it. I'm switching my vote. I Belfast <laughs> has the same odds of winning. You can't so. do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> if no one else, like, if anyone wants to do it, they could do it. But if no one is, like, I'll vote for Belfast. Like, you know, you gotta. No, you know, I'll stick with my elbow bump. Okay. okay, all right. I mean, yeah. I'll say this. Uh, Kenneth Brand um, is really respected, and I think he's he's another one that's yeah, going to win Yeah, I'm going to right. Kevin Brand's going to win it over PTA. No one <laughs> likes that guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's yeah. been no no nominated multiple times, and he hasn't won yet. So that's another person that um that can actually win it. Okay. Um. Okay, I, I guess I'll stick with Licorice Pizza then. 
I was just got can't let uh, hanging fruit not get picked up there. All right, Tristan, you, you have a good chance at getting it here. I think it, I, I, I really I like to make a point by you guys on this one here. Yeah, I really think it's 50 50. I couldn't let nobody go for it. So we can move on to the acting categories here. And for supporting actor, we have uh, Sierra Hines for Belfast, Troy Coster for Coda, Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for Power of the Dog. I'm going Troy Coster 100%. Coster hype train, baby! Let's go! Yeah, I love the Coster too. Um, yeah, I'm going with it too, but. If you were to talk up with me uh, a couple of weeks ago, I would have gone with uh, Cody Smith McPhee. And that was the sentiment with everybody. Um, he won the Golden Globe, and it wasn't televised. And I think that kind of like ruined the opportunity to get more hype with uh, Cody Smith McPhee. But now I think Troy Kutzer being the um, the front runner, I think that's fucking awesome. And I'm going with uh, Troy Kutzer. Yeah, Kutzer. that and nowadays I think winning a Golden Globe is like a knock against you. It's more frowned upon than anything else. <laughs> you got the Golden Globe. Maybe not. Honestly, I kind of wish we did this earlier. I was on the Coster uh, hype train for a while, even though it did look like uh, Cody was looking pretty good there. He's just so young. The Academy likes older people. Yeah. And Coster is the right. heart of that film, right? Like when you look at Power of the Dog, you go, oh yeah, Cody, Benedict, uh, Kirsten, like they're all incredible. But when you look at Coda, no offense to the other people, they're all great. But when you look at that movie, you go, man, best scene was Coster, right? Like, like when he was on that truck, mm. that was the scene. You, you felt that. So I was very passionate with this one for a while now. I definitely think it is going to win. I think it should win. This is the award I care about the most. You know, I, Christian Stewart had a chance for Best Actor, so I might care about that one. But this is the one I care. I want to see his speech. I, uh, wh which award was it that we watched? I believe it was the Critics' Choice. Uh, maybe it was one earlier, but we watched one of his speeches. I teared up. I, I, I felt that speech. It was so beautiful and heartwarming. It was, uh, he deserves it. It's going to be mm -hmm. a beautiful moment. It'll be the best part of the night. And I feel, yeah, it's going to be a good uh, speech if he wins. Even if he doesn't win and Cody well, wins it, I would, I would love to see uh, how Cody uh, does his speech because I think it would be fucking awesome to see like a 25-year-old up on that stage. Well, uh, with a bunch of old people. Yeah, and Cody was great too. Like to be fair, uh, he, he had a lot of hype at the beginning, and I was even mad because I thought he was very good in the movie. But I, I've been a Coster hype stand for a while, so this is this is exciting for me. What about you, Andrew? What are you What are you feeling? Yeah, I honestly would have loved if everyone in Coda would have been nominated, but just because one of them is, that makes me like so happy. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna go for Troy on this one. All right, we're all in agreement here. All right, so we can move on to Best Supporting Actress. And we have Anjanu Ellis for King Richard, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, and Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. I went with the frontrunner, who's been a frontrunner for a while now, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story as my pick. And she was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. I think I, I think her character probably 
shown shined the most in that film of all the characters. I feel like. Oh yeah, me too. I'm I'm picking Debose. Um, this was another one where early in the year, if uh, West Side Story wasn't like the biggest thing, I would have chose uh, Kirsten Dunst mainly because she's been in the game for a while and she's missed a bunch of nominations and like this is her first one but i'm still going with debose because like she completely blew me away and she's the most memorable one of the most memorable parts of the movie so i'm going with debose yeah i'm doing debose as well uh i don't have any other wins for west side story so this is kind of it's uh you know congratulations i'm i'm happy you're here west side story award mm-hmm. and debose is fantastic i thought i thought she was great to be fair what's that story this version is way better than the original this is a very fun movie so i'm oh, glad i agree some love. i like it more than the original but i didn't I love it as much as i thought it would like there are parts with the original i liked more but i did overall like this one more than the original yeah so yeah i'm going debose here i'm guessing you are too andrew or are you gonna throw caution I mean... to the wind I didn't. I didn't watch West Side Story, so I don't really know. That's like, true. How great she was. And you can't vote for something you haven't seen. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't like doing that. That is true. I don't like doing that at all. Hmm. I honestly. <laughs> what I w- yeah. I know she's old, so they would probably like her. But I'm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be different because I don't really know. Oh. I'm gonna do Christian Dunst. Her okay. power of the dog. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go that way. I liked her in Power of the Dog, so yeah, we'll see. Oh, it's a good pick. I also um, really liked Anjanui Ellis and King Richard. Of all these, I think that might be my favorite. Right. Five. Same. Or at least the scene. Who was that? Same. The like I, I oh. remember the scene where uh, what was it? Uh, Will Smith and uh, Anjanui uh, Ellis mm-hmm. are sitting like at the kitchen table. Yeah. Well, not at the kitchen. They're at the kitchen, and they start like fighting. Yeah, and I thought that was like the most like powerful like moment of uh, Alice's uh, performance. And it's kind of like sad that she's not like the front runner. I um, would like to see her win it, but I I, mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to at all. Yeah, that was my favorite right. part of the whole movie. Uh, I, I thought Alice yeah. was the best scene of King Richard was that moment in the kitchen. Uh, she's <laughs> she's fantastic. She would have been my pick as well if I was a voter. Uh, but yeah, I think. DeBose and the Dunts are definitely the, the two front runners here. Mm-hmm. And I'm also happy that Jesse Buckley is finally here and she has her first nomination. Um, she should have got nominated uh, last year with uh, of Ending Things. <laughs> oh, Jack, you don't want to open those can of worms, dear Tristan. What oh, that movie is oh. horrendous. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that boy. So <laughs> okay. It's- yeah, Awful. that's a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do a podcast where it's Tristan versus the field. Where like I, I know a lot of people that have it as like their favorite of last year, and I just want Tristan just to sit there as they all hype it up and just go, "Yeah, but it sucked." Yeah, the whole podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Tristan like actively <laughs> hates that movie. It's like a running joke now. It's so bad. <laughs> I hate it. I've never seen someone hate a movie as much as Tristan hates that. <laughs> So we can move on to lead actor here. And we have Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and then Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Except for one of them. 
I love these nominations. This like, is what is a, a great group? group. So stuck. Uh, oh, I'm going Will Smith. You know, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going Will Smith. Uh, uh, this is pretty simple, and I totally understand why it's actually happening, but I'm going with Will Smith. Um, he's been nominated, I think, two or three times. Um, I'll fact check it, but every time Will Smith has a movie coming out, he's usually doing the big action movies or just trying his hardest to get the Oscar nomination. And he's been trying so hard for the past couple of years that now this is the, the right project that, um, for him to actually win. I'm going with Will Smith with this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if Cumberbatch takes it home. I feel like Power of a Dog is not going to be the only thing that will win Best Picture. It has to win something other than Best Picture. Yeah, it's going to win cinematography. Just watch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I think Smith is one of the biggest locks of the, of the, of the ceremony, in my opinion. I very strongly Yeah, I'm very confident, Sam. Although I would love to see... I love Denzel Washington and Andrew Garfield's performances as well. I, they're all so good. Benedict Cumberbatch is great. Bardem's the only one I thought was good, but maybe not as yeah. good as the other four. Yeah. Bit of a right. I don't understand why Bardem's uh, the fifth slot. It should have been Dinklage. Yeah, I haven't seen Serrano, so I can't say to that, but I've heard he's fantastic. But Smith is so good. In King. And he's been such a Hollywood favorite for so long now. He hasn't won an Oscar. This is going to be the time they're going to give it to him, right? This mm-hmm. is, the, you know, it's his time to win it years. I'm excited. Yeah, and I can, I can imagine the speech right now. Uh, with Smith just uh, going up on the stage, going like, Whoa! King Richard, baby! I hope that's all he says. And just rapping. Yeah. I hope he just goes just up rapping. and just shouts, Whoa! And then just walks off. Yeah. And he's just rapping. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely Will Smith. And I, I, I think it's a worthy performance. I thought he was great. Uh, he really carried the movie. And uh, we're, we're all here to ha- party with Smith. He's finally getting it. Oh, are you? Yeah, Andrea Mar- said who she's guessing, didn't she? Yeah, do you hear this, Andrea? What? It's Will Smith's time to shine, right? Yeah, yeah. You, this was one of my most anticipated films. And Will Smith definitely delivered. This is also, like we've all said, a solid group of actors. Um, but yeah, Will Smith for me. I wish Andrew Garfield was the front runner. I love Tick, Tick, Boom. But yeah. I'm going with Will Smith. All right, so we can move on to lead actress. Let's get to the crazy category here, and that is going to be Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I really don't know who's oh. going to win. I'm leaning towards Jessica Chastain. If you guys have an argument for someone else, I'd love to hear it. But I think, really, and this is kind of a weird one, I can see any of these five winning. Like, there is a chance any of these five could. Yeah, I agree. This category, especially from last year also, is extremely chaotic because all of the actresses have won like, from different precursors and nominations. And nobody knows the front runner. And I'm I'm still I'm gonna go with Chastain, mainly because she's been nominated uh, a couple times, and she. I think this is her her final chance, not final, but like her chance to actually like take the gold. 
But I think the upset will probably be Olivia Coleman, mainly because it's Olivia Coleman and everybody loves Olivia Coleman. And I love Olivia Coleman. And I actually liked The Lost Daughter. And I thought her performance was great. I don't really see Kidman um, taking the, uh, the gold, even though I liked her performance in the movie. My, my dream would be Christian Stewart. Like, that would be the dream to uh, finally see Christian Stewart up on that stage with the Oscar. And personally, I think uh, Stewart is the best performance of uh, last year. But um, like I said, I'm, I'm going to go with Chastain. Yeah, I've only seen Kidman and Stewart's performances. I haven't seen the other three. And those two sort of seem like the two on the outs of winning this thing, it really seems like. Yeah. I think Stewart's performance was phenomenal, and I've heard it's probably one of the better performances, but not going to win. So I won't go with Jessica Chastain. She seems like she's the main front runner, even though this is a very live and competitive category. Yeah, I will say this. If Kristen Stewart wins the Oscar, it would be the greatest moment of 2022. And I'm getting married this year. That, that, that is how incredible. <laughs> oh, wait, you're getting married? Yeah, I'm getting married. Yeah. In, 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 in like oh, three wait. Months. I thought you got married in, like years ago because you kept on saying that like you're engaged, you're engaged. Yeah, I really oh, dragged boy. it out. Okay. I really, yeah, it's been yeah, like yeah. a two-year engagement. I yeah. Had, <laughs> I, I had to really think about it. It was a tough choice. Just like oh. this. This is also a tough choice. All five of yeah. these nominations are really good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. Man, if Christian Stewart wins, I, I cannot even fathom how incredible my life would be. I, I, I would be so happy. And even though Christian Stewart doesn't even know who the fuck I am, that's fine. It would, it would be life-changing. But I'm going to go with Jessica right. Chastain. Just because... That, that seems to be where the hype's going. I, I am also just thinking Coleman, Cruz, and Kim and... Because the five are so close, those three have already won an Oscar. Stewart, this is her first nomination. And then there's Chastain, who has been nominated a few times. This is a very Oscar-y role where she's playing someone that we all know. She's hamming it up. She's got the makeup and prosthetics. And she hasn't won yet. Like, it's just, everything is pointing to that. So I have to use logic for that. I haven't seen the movie, so I have no emotional connection to this. I, I, I hope I really like it. I'll see it in a few days. Is pointing towards Chastain for me. God, I hope it's Stewart. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I don't get a point for this. That is all I'm hoping for here. I will say though, guys, Andrew was looking up the movies while you guys were talking, and she was looking up the ones that she hasn't seen to see if she gets a good feel for them. And I, I don't know why it was so funny to me because she was like making animated faces. She looked up the eyes of Tammy Faye, and she just saw the poster and just shook her head. She's like. That's not gonna fucking win. Like just, just look at the poster. She gets it's a three point three on Letterbox. Oh. Rip. I thought she was looking at just. I think she just saw the poster. Was like, that's not a winning role. No. Yeah, but Letterbox doesn't know what they're talking about anyway. Yeah, yeah. and then know. she looked at Parallel Mothers, and she not she nodded her head. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I did I did? Because it's a three point six. Oh, that's a full zero point three better, yeah. Quentin. That's right. That point three is making the difference, baby. I just, I don't know why that was so funny to me. She just looked up the poster and just went, yep, that's a winning role right there. So I just thought that was hilarious. Anyways, Andrea, you nodded your head at Penelope Cruz. Is that what you're leading towards? Honestly, I don't even think I'm picking that. <laughs> 
but I had to see what was going on. She's um, Honestly, I'm like you. I would love her Christian Stewart twin, but I don't think she's going to. Honestly, with the Oscars, it's always about age. I feel like how many times you've been nominated and whatnot. Um, and, you know, I kind of hope um, Olivia Coleman wins. Ooh. So I'm going to pick her. I hope she does. This role, she keeps playing more, like, in-depth roles, like The Father and then The Lost Daughter. I didn't know what the hell was going on in The Lost Daughter for most of it, but apparently she was doing um, a good job, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Angel's rooting for Stuart to not win, so then my greatest moment of 2022 is us getting married. Well, why wouldn't I want that? <laughs> God. <laughs> All oh right. I uh, like uh, Andrew. To be fair, last year, Andrew was different for actor and actress. So we all thought she was crazy, and she got both of them. That's true. I couldn't believe it. When we were watching it. How did she still lose that? How did she get both those right? We all get them wrong. You know, I honestly thought I was in second place. You said they were, but I thought I got second place behind Sam. You might have tied them, or you were behind by one. Like, you caught up. Okay. She got, like, the last five of the night, so she, like, caught... Because she was behind... Yeah. by everybody and then she caught up right at the end like she, yeah yeah she, she had a clean break break near the end so you know the, the end is andrew's turf she she knows her acting performances i was kind of hoping andrew would pick stewart I would she would have but she didn't want stewart <laughs> yeah. no, like her. i don't think she's gonna win. yeah i don't think so no no i, I no doubt I, I i think she's especially how, like it wasn't nominated for best score if it liked Spencer at all. It would have been nominated for best. It didn't get score or cinematography and some of the best cinematography and score of the year. Or even like costume. Costume. Yeah. I love giving those sort of movies costuming. Yeah. Especially. They very clearly didn't like the movie. Yeah. It's one of the most intense and recognizable scores of the year and it didn't get it. So it was was a very good score. Yeah. So we can move on to best director. We have Kenneth Braun for Belfast. Uh, I'm going to probably butcher this. I'll just say his last name. Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. PTA for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I have Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. (laughs) Yeah. I have her too. It's another obvious pick. Um, She's been sweeping all the precursors. And... It's pretty simple. Jane Campion. Um, although, I would have loved PTA to win, because I love Licorice Pizza, but it is what it is. It's, it's Jane Campion. Now, her speech at the last award was very controversial. Do you think that has any damper on Because that's like the last speech she's giving until their votes. It, 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 does anyone want to think It didn't that? do enough. It wasn't relevant no. enough. It, you know what I mean? Like, it was like the day Oscar, they kind of went to go vote, maybe, but it wasn't a big enough news story. I saw the news story. I saw the Twitter conversation about it, but it didn't seem like a big enough deal for it to make any sort of legitimate impact. Mm-hmm. It was Especially yeah, so like a front runner. It, it was like a really tight campaign, and there was a couple of like, maybe, but it feels like she's such a far out front runner, and PTA is like pretty far behind in second place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's I my mean, thing. I, I do actually think Camping's still gonna win. I don't really think it's that close. I'm just trying to throw out some topics here for us to discuss. Oh no, no, I get it, I get it. Like Jane Campion is still has like a stronghold with uh, this category. It would be hilarious if uh, kind of Branna wins for best director, but I don't see it. 
yeah, if there's a clear second place, then I think maybe we can throw that idea out. But like, if someone's going to go, oh, well, I really didn't like Campion's speech there. And, you know, I don't really like her directing. I'm going to throw my boat somewhere else. Where are they going to throw it? Like, there's no clear second place here. It's just literally Campion versus the field at this point. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's Campion. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, Andrea? I want to know what this speech was first, because I'm not educated in that background. Well, I told you she made a comment comparing her going against all these men as being more difficult than Selena and Venus uh, in tennis. Okay. No. I forgot. Yeah, you did tell me about that story, actually. But I'm still picking her. (laughs) That's who I was going to pick to begin with. I really liked Power of the Dog, and I thought she did a good job with it. Yeah, also, I think she should win. Like, I, I, well, to be fair, I, I like a lot of these nominations. PTA did a great directing. Hamaguchi's directing, I thought, um, was incredible. I, I think Hamaguchi might be my favorite. But Campion's directing, Power of the Dog, is so good. And she is now going to be, you know, if she wins, the third female director. I, I was about to say that. Like, well, yeah. last year we had Nomad Land, yeah. And then I don't know who won the year before that. But I'm, I'm down for another female director winning. Yeah, well, this would be the third overall. Two in a row. Yeah, this is two in a row, third overall. If I'm correct, um, Jane Campion was the first uh, woman to be nominated in in, uh, the category. For Hurt Locker, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, Campion's the first repeating nominee. She was nominated for the piano. Right. The Hurt Locker was the yeah. first time a female won it, yeah. right? Didn't the Hurt Locker win Best Director? Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. Like, that's what I'm she's saying. the first woman to uh, was it, be nominated in the category for the piano. But the first woman to win was, uh, what's her name? Catherine Bigelow for uh, the Hurt Locker. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're all feeling campion here. I feel like that's the good bet. And I think she was great. I, I, I think she'd be a great winner here. I have no complaints. All right, we got the big final award here. We saved the most predictable one for last, maybe. We have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. This is an easy one. It's Power of the Dog. It's taking it home. I do believe that Belfast is the second place nominee, mainly because it's been winning a bunch of the like. I'm I'm blanking on it, but um, just it it's it was uh, a good movie uh, when it came out originally, and people were predicting it early, but then it's one of those uh, types of situations where the early front runners usually don't uh, translate to the end of the line, and the power of the dog is definitely the one that uh surged a little bit late but um it's been uh gaining a lot of traction um just winning every single precursor out there so i'm going with power of the dog i don't think belfast has a fucking chance in the hell i i i think i think it's pretty much a clean sweet like i don't think there's a single chance it's gonna lose i think as soon as we saw the nominations i think i said to tristan Power of the Dog has a 90% chance at winning. You did, yep. Yeah. I said, don't look up. I think I'm going to give a 2% chance, and I'll give King Richard 8%. I think those were my odds. Those are the only three contenders I saw at the moment. Now it's changed. I think Power of the Dog has, still has the 90% chance. I'm going to give the 10% all-to-one movie 
and that's Coda. I think those are the only two chances. And that's my pick for best pick. No! <laughs> I, mean, I think yeah, Power of the Dog's losing. You guys keep saying throughout this podcast, Power of the Dog has to win something else besides best picture. I don't think it's winning best picture. I don't think it's this why it's not winning very much besides just best director, which is the only thing I have it winning here. I think Coda's going to win best picture. I think it's okay. been an absolute uh... hype train for the last like, month here of the very end of this uh, award season. To be fair, I, I see where you're going, Tristan, because I think Coda is the only other contender here. And I, I see it. I see it because I agree with you, Tristan. The hype for this movie has grown beyond any recognition. It exactly. has. So was only nominated yeah. for three Oscars. I have it winning all three. I, I noticed that. Yeah. Therefore, I, now. The hype wasn't there when nominations came out. It's grown exponentially since yeah. then. And now I think it has the hype to win Best Picture, even though it only has three noms to begin with. Yeah, I did, I did notice that. I, when you picked. Coda for screenplay. I did have that little tick in my head, like, I wonder how, like, if he thinks it could do it. And from the beginning, you've been real calm, Power Dog. I kept saying, I don't think it's going to win. It doesn't feel like a best picture winner. And I still think that. It's a great movie, but I don't think it's going to win. I think Coda's going to win. I I really think it's going to win. Now, to be fair, Coda and Power of the Dog are two of, like, my three favorites of this group, which, like, they're not really in my top 10 of the year. But you know, both of, these, my top 10 yeah, bo- both of these are, well, Coda is in my top 10, but the other two aren't. But like, th- these movies, the ones that are potentially winning are the ones that are my favorite. So I'm happy either way. I, I-, I think it's Power of the Dog. I really do. I think I- the more I think about it, the more I just think it's a Western. It's got 12 nominations. I keep going back to the fact Almost every Best Picture winner, except for three in the history of the Oscars, got edited. Coda didn't. I, I, I just, I know it's a stupid fact. I can't mm-hmm. see it breaking. I just can't. Uh, Coda does have an insane amount of hype. People have been talking about this movie a lot the last few weeks. If there is an upset, it is Coda, and it is possible. Uh, so I agree with you, Tristan. But I, I can't go okay. against it. I can't. I was going to open up a question. So if Coda does win... Do you think it's going to be, uh, in the next couple of years, a good like Best Picture win? Because I think the debate, uh, whether uh, if it, it holds up Coda, uh, if it does win, um, I think a lot of people are going to like agree that it probably won't be. Because I think, from uh, what I remember, uh, when Green Book won Best Picture, a lot of people just like gave a little, like, oh, okay. But then like now people don't really talk about it. I mean, what do you guys think? I, I think Coda would be very well-remembered and loved. Most because I think I hear way more people talking about Coda and singing Coda's praises way more than Green Book. I heard very little conversation with Green Book, and all the conversation I did hear was, yeah, it was good, but nothing special. And that's kind of the general opinion on it, even to today. It seems like everyone's like, yeah, it's good, but nothing special. Probably didn't deserve Best Picture. Everyone seems to love Coda. And even prior to its win, I didn't get that love for, for Green Book. It seemed like that year was a relatively weak year for Best Picture noms. And it had a relatively weak winner. This year, I think it's a pretty okay uh, roster of Best Picture noms. And I think Coda will be an absolutely phenomenal. I kind of agree with Tristan, but I also disagree to an extent. I think Coda, you're comparing it to Green Book. I think it's more similar to King's Speech, where I think, I love King's Speech. I think King's Speech is a beautiful film. I really enjoy it. Just like Coda, I think it's a beautiful film that I really enjoy. But the difference is the roster that Tristan pointed out. King's Speech beat out Inception, Black Swan, and Social Network. Some of the greatest movies of the decade. And this movie's gonna be beating out, like, Nightmare Alley, King Richard, Belfast. Like, like, these are good movies. Dune's awesome. How the Dog's awesome. But, like, 
you know, is not of the cal. Like, I don't think any of these movies are going to be in the caliber of, oh, best of the decade if you wait eight years. I could be wrong. Maybe these will age really well. But I think Coda isn't going to have as much of a terrible stigma because it's not taking out the social network of the decade. It's not taking out a giant, incredibly made film that everybody loves. So I think, yeah. And Dune is really loved, but I, nobody really thinks it's going to win, right? Like, so yeah, they love it more of a blockbuster yeah. kind yeah. of love rather than a real, you know, best so, picture threat. I don't think it's going to have the stigma as the, you know, as a terrible winner, but I do think people are going to look at it and go, yeah, that was a good winner. A very sweet movie. I like it a lot. They're not going to put in their top 10 best picture winners. Like, it's not going to be like a great example. But would of Power of the Dog be there? Is Power of the Dog really significantly better best picture winner? Because I don't. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a very good movie. I don't think it's. The I best think movie. it's better. I think it's better. I think it's the better. Uh, I like Coda movie. better for sure. Yeah, I, I personally connected with Coda more, but once again, Power of the Dog is one of my favorites of the year. I I, I think it's an incredibly well crafted film. So I agree with Jack that I think. It, it, and I also breaking down to all the categories, though, I don't think Power of the Dog is the best in any category of this year in any of the acting categories. And any of the, you know, besides director, I really think it's the only one it does deserve to win. Yeah. I don't think it had the best cinematography or production design or special effects. Where I, I can't say that about Coda. I do think Coda had the best supporting actor of the year. I do think Coda had the best adapted screenplay of the year. And that's why I do think Coda deserves to win it. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I read like a little Twitter thread uh, the other day about it. And people were like, oh, yeah, it would, it would be okay if Coda won. Or, oh, like, it's not like Green Book. And yeah, I totally get it. Like, it's not like Green Book, but I think not that bad, Power of the Dog, it's more flashier and it has a, a better, like, I don't know, like, direction and, like, message and themes and everything. And, like, Coda is, like, an easy breezy movie. And yeah, I can watch it, like, multiple times, but, like, I think Power of the Dog is the most important movie, like, on the, in the uh, category. Yeah, Power of the Dog is the movie I probably thought about more, but Coda's the one I recommend to people. If anyone's like, hey, what's a really good movie I should watch? Mm-hmm. Like, of these 10, I recommend Coda. Uh, Coda I just right. think everybody will like it. So, you know, they're both very different, but I think they're both very good. I'm happy and with that. I think it's, it's, it's the more crowd-pleasing, yeah. better crowd-pleasing movie other than uh, Belfast. <laughs> I think it's more crowd-pleasing than Belfast. It's more crowd-pleasing than Belfast, that's for sure. I, I, you know, I'm just not a big Belfast fan. Well, that I just look at my parents. My parents would love Coda. My parents would hate Coda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, any of my, my college friends, they, you know, most of them I think would like Coda. I don't think any of them would like Belfast. Yeah, that movie's a snooze. Belfast, more like Bell Slow. That, and I know this is a stupid thing, <laughs> but a lot of casual viewers get turned off by black and white. The moment they see the movie's black and white, they're like, really? A two hour black and white film? And it's an it's Irish. Stupid, and it's a silly argument, but a lot of casual viewers. Right, and it's an Irish. A lot of people yeah, accents have and accents. stuff, thick accents. It, it, yeah. It's for sure a tougher watch than Coda. Yeah, people hate Irish people. <laughs> no, I hate. <laughs> okay. All right, Andrea, you've been quiet this whole time. Yeah, you, you know, haven't yeah. been said a thing. Yeah, you guys, you guys talk a lot. Sorry. <laughs> um. So, I mean, for my pick. I'm I'm going with Power of the Dog, but because isn't it a pretty big like stat that whoever the director is that wins, they usually get Best Picture. No, the the bigger stat is editing. That's literally what I'm going stat. off of. Yeah, oh, that's editing. what you're going off of. Yeah. Okay. And like only three 
films. So for those that don't know this stat, I say it all the time. Only three movies in the history of the Oscars in 93 years uh, didn't get Best Editing nomination, but ended up winning. Only three. And one of the three is Birdman. And that's because it was a one-shot movie, so they didn't give it an editing nod. So really, only two movies like that had actual... Well, obviously, there's editing in Bird, mm-hmm. Birdman, but like there's a bit of an asterisk with it because it was a one-shot. Like It's so rare to not get editing. It's practically impossible. But... Tristan has a point. Coda has some steam that nobody could have predicted. If that's Coda's yeah. such a weird movie that it had very little steam heading into the noms. Yeah, it is kind of crazy, and it had so much leading into the Oscar ceremony. Yeah, that yeah. it puts it in such a weird right. spot. That's so few noms. Yet it's. I think the chance of winning all of those noms are so high because of the hype for it. It's a weird spot for a movie to be in compared to most best picture. Yeah, the nominations took place after this steamroll it's starting to have. It would have gotten nominated for editing, right? Like it would have gotten yeah. way more. It would have get a lot more noms. I think best pick. I think best song would be a possibility. I think possibly best supporting actress is a possibility. I think best support another best supporting actress. I think best actress could have yeah. been possible. Yeah, I think it. I think yeah. it would have had more love for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it, a lot would be possible if it was a uh, a little later or had a hype train a little earlier. All right, so you're leaning towards Power of the Dog as well? Yep, okay. that's what I'm going with. All right, so there you go. That is the nominations here. Uh, you know, I feel like we uh, had some pretty different takes here. I, th- I think we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping you and Coda have a good night. If not, I'm going to lose for sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm just excited to anything. see the, the best actress. Who wins that? I think the hype is at best adapted screenplay. I like how divided yeah, we are. It's a very interesting category for sure. Yeah. One of the Power of the Dog people should have picked Drive My Car or Dune. We should have went all different. Yeah, you guys ruined it. So anyways, that's everything on our end. Uh, you know, we're all hyped for the Oscars, which is going to be in a couple days. Of course, I believe the day after, me and Tristan will probably have a podcast recorded and released with our thoughts on the Oscars. It'll be a good time. I'll, I'll be emotional and hectic by the time we record. But, you know, that's what makes the Oscars so much fun. It's the passion, baby. Anything you guys want to say before we close it out? Uh, yeah. Power of a Dog, baby. Power of the no, Dog. I hope Coda wins it. Coda and Dune, I hope have, both have fantastic nights. I hope they sweep pretty <laughs> much all the categories. Sweet. That's pretty much where all my bets are on. Yeah. I hope Belfast wins nothing and Don't Look Up wins nothing, too. It seems like neither one of them are going to win too much, I don't think. That is kind of crazy that they are both looking like they're getting a goose egg. Well, I hope Belfast wins OG screenplay because I got it down for that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, that's everything on our end, guys. Have a great day.